Welcome to Bishop Blessing Lebebe's podcast, the part all about the Word of God, which brings change and transformation in our lives. If you are at home, get your pen and paper. If you are at work, get your headphones. If you are driving, then turn the volume up and get ready to be enlightened. We have just one word for you. Enjoy.
must let go. You must include your past feelings. You must bring it to an end. You must bring it to an end. And then we went on the issue of selling oil. Right, I was It's interesting. Yesterday I was sitting here. I think Mashuri. He, he had that to the I knew it was there and we got X, but he reminded me Mashuri. And all the things that Mashuri was saying. What is it again? X432. Go to X432. He reminded me. He said that the division is serious. But we never opened this verse when we were doing uh, the issue of setting all. Yeah, I like moving around like I always said so. Yes, I'm 
period when you come to church, some of us will come to say, Oh, we got a new jacket, a new shirt. But someone was sleeping in the pool. You see this winter? This winter, you put on the first blanket, it's cold. The second blanket is cold. The third blanket is cold. You just end up thinking like, let me just put fire around the bed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so cold. There are some people who at night, they dread the night. During winter they dread it. Because they know that ah, it's gonna be freezing. Yeah. And someone will say, why doesn't the church do the direct the, the donation drive? Well, why it's fair. But why don't you just give up to us? Consecration is very important. 
Because consecration is giving up your whole life for the work of the Lord. Joshua said, Consecrate yourself for tomorrow, God shall do a great work amongst you. The Lord has shown in history, in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, that he does not. He does not use what that which is not consecrated to him. Things that are devoted and committed only for him. He does not use that. Oh, if you have a question why God has not been using me all this time, maybe it's the question that you are not consecrated for God. Yeah, you are still busy for which are dangerous names for boys? Which dangerous names? Tabo, Tabiso, Taba, Tempo. Start preparing ourselves. I hate it disturbs me when it goes through. 
and then I have to now get my mind back. So let me just prepare myself now while it's still in the morning. Most of us, you want God to speak to us. 
But we forget that God has already spoken. How can God speak the future if you don't know what He has already spoken? It is very important. It is very critical. It is very necessary that a believer must be added in the study of the Word of God. He must study, not only read. When one, when one reads, they read, they read for emotional intent. When you read a story, there is an emotional intent. But when you study something, it's for an intellectual intent. And we need to have an intellectual pursuit of the Word of God. We must have an understanding of the Word. An understanding of the Word. We falter as believers because we don't have an understanding. Most of us, we know the Word. And we know certain verses. I was saying to someone that even before you became born again, you knew the verse and the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Those are the readers' quotations. But when you start to study the word, you have to understand why God says you are the head and not the tail. In what context and scenario was he saying that? And then what does it mean for you? Because the word of God means to them what it should mean to you. Not only that they said it, but it must have the same meaning. And if you don't study the word, you will we will inadvertently change the meaning of the word. Because you got I know that a conqueror, you're using it in your boyfriend's life. When somebody is dumb to you, you are saying I'm the head and not the tail. And that's not what he was talking about. Because you don't have an in-depth study, you even misquote verses for what they don't even mean. However, very may the external methods of study be. The word remains unchanged. And the order given above should also be kept. First is to find facts. Is to find facts. Next, then, after you find facts in the Bible, next you must memorize it. Then you must analyze it. And finally, you must receive enlightenment from God. The Bible contains many spiritual facts. Which to the spiritual blind is hidden. 
if, if, if one discovers any fact in the Bible, he already has half of the light. And has, has fulfilled half of the purpose of Bible study. It is therefore necessary to find facts. And other ways, if you don't have facts, you will never receive God's enlightenment. For the light of God only shines on biblical facts. Why does God speak in this way? Why does even God speak in that other way? Those are biblical facts. Do analysis and comparison. How 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 We are now open to God's enlightenment. Thus we shall be fed. And thus we shall feed others. It is only through enlightenment we are fed. So if you don't know the facts. We don't even know that the enlightenment we have is from God. I remember, I don't know if they still do it. That when we were young, they would have what we call a, a Bible study education or Bible study. Now, Bible study was not when they preached to you. It is where they teach the composition of biblical facts. Who is the mother of Jesus? Who is the father of Jesus? How many books are in the Bible? Who wrote which book? Where was he when he wrote this book? Where did Jesus Christ die? But these are basic composition of facts. They, they, that's what Bible study used to teach. How did the church get to Rome? How did the gospel reach Rome? How did it impact the world that the gospel reached Rome? Those are biblical facts. They are answered in the Bible. Yeah. How to read and how to narrate scripture. Paul says scripture upon scripture. Letter upon letter. That scripture interprets scripture. That is not a theological truth, it's a biblical fact. I will give one more example. That if we study the Bible carelessly, God's word will leak away and we will know, we will not know what is in it. For example, uh, example, the earth gravitational force, a gravitational force is a fact. It is a universal law. Yet it awaited Newton to discover this law of gravitation. Before the time of Newton, though for thousands of years the force of gravitation has been there. 
But yet the law remained undiscovered. One day Newton was resting under an apple tree. And an apple fell on his head. Through this, in this incident, he discovered the law of gravitation. The question is, was the law of gravitation there before he discovered it? Was the fact not there before he discovered it? The question was simply the discovery of the fact. It is likewise a matter of great importance to be able to discover cardinal facts in the Bible. For example, the Bible says what it does not say are deeply significant. The Bible says what it can or the what to discover facts and what it says and what it does not say is very significant. Am I losing you Let me try to say it in simple ways. What the Bible says and what the Bible does not say is important. Why does it say certain things in different ways in different places? For example, God has forbidden that a single word of the original Bible be changed. Why is it that in some instances is the singular number used, whereas in other instances it is the plural number? Why sometimes are years clearly mentioned? And in other times, years are skipped over. These are facts to be noticed. For the above reason, one who studies the Bible must be careful, but be a careful person before God. He cannot afford to be inattentive. He must be single-minded individual. For the word of God in its nature is pure. As soon as he hears the word of God, you should know where the emphasis in that word lies. But many Christians read the word without hearing anything. They find neither facts or keys. Let us give a simple illustration of what we call a comparative method. Let us take a simple illustration. The word in Christ. In Christ. Is that in the word of God? That in the New Testament, it only uses the term in the Lord as in Christ. As in Christ. Or in Christ Jesus. So you find Paul simply saying, In Christ we have victory. But he never says in Christ Jesus. Or he doesn't say in Jesus. And then you have to discover why is it that.
So you find out why sometimes you use Christ, sometimes Jesus is used. Not in Jesus Christ. Not in Jesus Christ. Why does the Bible never once use the term in Jesus Christ? As we analyze and compare words, we can expect God to give us light that we may see. We now are shown that Jesus is the earthly name of our Lord. Jesus Christ means this Jesus will one day be Christ. Christ is the name given to him after his resurrection and anointing by God. Let all the house of Israel therefore know assuredly that God has made him both Lord and Christ, Jesus, whom he has crucified. The book of Acts chapter 2, verse 36. All right. All right. Okay, let me say you should I relax. The book of Acts it says. Let all the house of Israel therefore know assuredly that God has made him both Lord and Christ the Christ. Sure. Yes, sir. Then in Romans we find Christ Jesus. Which means Christ today is the Jesus yesterday. Christ Jesus has become his name now. So you understand that the name Jesus Christ is different from the name Christ Jesus. Christ is formerly Jesus. Christ was known as Jesus. But when you say Jesus Christ, it's that now he's not Jesus, he will be Christ. So in the book of Acts 36, it affirms that he is now Christ. When our Lord lived on earth, we could not be in Him. For if we were, we would share His cross and the work of redemption. No, He alone is God and only begotten Son. And we have no part in His birth in Bethlehem. And we have no share in that. Then why is it that we can be in Christ? But of him are ye in Christ Jesus. Of him are ye in Christ Jesus. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30. Nowadays we must pray the sermons again. You get it? You must get a recording. 
But some of the things you will clearly get better. So that's why in the book of Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30 it says, For now we are in Christ Jesus. It does not say in Jesus. But in Christ Jesus. Who For we are actively united with him. If only after his resurrection. After he died. And was raised from the dead. There God made him dead the dead. There God has made him Christ. And there by his spirit. God has joined us to him. So we are not joined to the Christ that was walking on earth. But we are, we are joined with the Christ that was resurrected. And in the book of Acts chapter 2 36, it says, That is now Christ and all. No. For we are actively united with him in the resurrection. And after he died, he was raised from amongst the dead. And there he has made him Christ. And there by the Spirit has joined us to him. Blood and cross in the book of Romans. We know that Romans chapter 1 8. Chapters 1 to 8. It deals with the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. The eight chapters are divided into two. The parts go from chapters 1 to 5, one 11. Five chapters 1 to 5, verse 11. Chapter 1 to chapter 5, 11. Chapter 1 to chapter 5, verse 11. That's that form part one. Part one. Part two, uh, chapter five, twelve, through to chapter number eight is another part. Chapter five, verse All those who study the Bible are amazed by the fact that in the first part of the cross is not mentioned. The, in the first part, the cross is not mentioned. And in the second part, the blood is never referred to. So in the first part speaks only of the blood, but not of the cross. The second part focuses on the cross and not on the blood. After knowing and memorizing what God has spoken, and what it is he has spoken, and what it is he has not spoken, we can then start to analyze. Basically, there are two methods of analysis. One is to dissect in order to scrutinize more carefully. The other is to gather together in order to have more comprehensive picture. As we individually consider, as we individually consider, Romans chapter 1 to chapter 8, maybe within a half an hour, an hour, we will be given light to see that the forgiveness of the sins and justifications are by the blood. 
but the deliverance from the powers of sin must be through the cross. So deliverance does not come from the cross. So the deliverance does not come from the blood, but from the cross. While forgiveness comes not from the cross, but from the blood. It is only through proper Bible study that you can come to these facts. Having, having memorized sufficient Bible verses, one, one may attempt to analyze them before God. He may not be able to understand them and at first, but, but after trying for a month or even a year, he may be given an understanding. I have mentioned before that if anyone is able to find facts, he was already half of the light. If one is unable to discover facts, it only proves that he has an eye for he has an aiming eye. But young people nowadays, they should start. It's teaching them. But I'm teaching with a friend of mine, and nowadays that's why whenever I go to a verse and I'm unclear, I say, let's open the verse. Because you'll end up saying a whole lot of nonsense. So he says, the, a friend of mine said to me, it even says for uplifting. Uh, what what the word? It is teaching, rebuking, instructing, correcting. That's what it means. So when we were busy talking, we just talked because we are all very well learned. He said this thing, he said something, and they said, No, it's to uplift. Then I said, then I said, yeah, it sounds, it sounds right. It sounds like it can fit. You know, there are certain things that you think about, they fit like in the Bible. Uh, like, like hey. let me tell you something that is interesting. Like, God helps those who help themselves. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 Doesn't it sound like it's in the Bible? Yeah. 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 No, it's not even in the Bible. It sounds very biblical. You know it. It's not about you know Oh, there's so many things that sound so biblical. You, I, another lady said to me, and I remember it was when I was still in varsity. We were talking, no, no, God will help you, God will save you. And then she quoted a verse. There's a verse in the Bible. You know when they say that? There's a verse in the Bible. Mudimu itusa, Baba itusa. God help you. No, 
Some of you, if I didn't say today, you still thought it was in the verse. There is a verse called God helps those who help themselves. Okay, two sapila. You look at that bit later for me. You see, take it out. Take out the shoes. You see, sounds so spiritual. You can not give just more. But it's not in the Bible. My Bible. And there's so many statements we say. They sound like they're biblical. So like, like when we were talking to my friend there, and I learned from that day on, you know what? When we have a discussion about the Bible, let's have the Bible here. If we are unclear, let's pull it out. Not that we are arguing. So that we may not come up with nonsense. In the name of the Bible. Yes, sir. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come Like even me now. Me and my friend we were driving and we, we didn't even open the Bible. I was so sure that the Bible says to encourage, to uplift. Until I said, no man. Because to uplift it to prophesy, so the Bible cannot be useful for edification or prophecy. Because in the Bible, prophecy is rebuked. Oh, Bible thing as prophecy, not Because you don't read all the prophets, they are more rebuking than they are saying you will get a gun. You Israel, you rotten nation. That's what they are saying. If someone says a prophet, you must fear him. Not because they will tell you to get a car, but they, they, they rebuke. You look at Jeremiah, Ezekiel, you look at Hosea, the, the most. Oh, that prophet. I pray to God I don't get that prophet of Hosea. The prophecy of Hosea. Ooh. You don't know Hosea, eh? No, no man wants that one. If you are a man and you are a oh, you love God, you don't want to be under the prophetic calling of Hosea. I rather have the major one and the minor one, but the Hosea one. Because the Hosea prophetic calling, it was for him. God says, I'm telling you now, I want you to do something as a prophet of the nation of Israel. God says, What do you want me to do? He says, Go and find a prostitute. Ah, Hosea says, Amen. I'm going to pray for her. He says, Yeah. And marry her. You want me to marry that? Says Mary. (laughs) 
then 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 you see Hosea starts to have a spiritual idea of saying, No, God will make me get the prostitute and I will change her for the Lord. He fetches the prostitute and he marries the prostitute. After he marries the prostitute, he cleans her up, he buys her new clothes, he takes care of the prostitute. One day Hosea is sleeping. He goes out in the morning and then he comes back, the woman is not there. Mm. Hosea is waiting, it's 6 p.m. He's waiting for the wife to come back, not coming back. Day two, the wife is not coming back. Day three, the wife is not coming back. Ah, Hosea says, the Lord, what am I doing with this issue? Then the Lord says, ah, where is she? Then he asks the Lord, where is she? He says, no, go find her. Hosea goes to the streets. Ah, guess where Hosea finds this woman? She's back to prostitution again. God says to her, and then he says, oh God, I'm tired. God says, marry her, take her again. That's the prophet. Then he marries the woman again. And he cleans her up, he prays for her, he sanctifies her, oh, he takes clothes. There are heavy women that can see them walking in the streets wearing matching outfits. Prophetic some things. Ah, uh, guess what happens again? She disappears another three days. Hosea finds her way. She's selling not oranges. She's selling. God says, take her back again. Then Hosea says, oh God, oh, what? They are more rebuking than, oh, I see you getting a car, my sister. They are more like that. Like the prophet who was told to go tell David that you are sleeping with him. Hey, you stole somebody's child, why help a wife? He was scared, because those days, the king could kill you and nobody would arrest the king. It's not like now we want to kill the president. So you have to go to David and say, David, you stole somebody's wife. God will punish you. The king will cut his throat off. So you can't talk to me like that. That was a prophetic ministry. It was more rebuke than it is blessings. When they say there's a prophet in town, the whole of Israel gets scared. How can I happen? So when you say rebuke and correct, it's one of the functions of the prophetic ministry. Another day. Yeah. But we don't even understand the prophetic ministry because we have not really studied what prophets used to do. Mm-hmm. 
So now, we need to know the facts. So that's why it's very important to even have the facts of what really the scripture says. It's beautiful to quote the verse, but if you feel like, oh, you know, you know, you know, now we have Google, we can just say the, the word that says, I will be with you. Oh, God says I will. Because sometimes you will quote, you will even pray what is not God's word and it's not bound by your opinion. God is not bound by your opinion. You need to say that. God is bound by his word. So even if you have a good intention and you don't quote the verse the way he said it, it does not bind God. Because the word of God is like a contract. If you come and you don't know what the contract says, and you start to take things about contracts that are not even there, no, the government will not move, the law will not move, the police will not even come to help. You are talking things that are not in the contract here. It's dangerous to not read the contract. Because you don't know what binds God. Alright, let's continue. I want to finish. Do you remember one thing? Whether one is whether one is able to be a minister of the word of God or depends on whether he can find facts. Of, this, of studying the Bible. This depends on when you can find facts of studying the Bible. I'm quickly running, so I'm losing even my tempo. So let me start again. Eh? Uh, do remember one thing. Whether or not one is able to be a minister of, the, of God's word, it depends on whether you can find facts while you study in the word. Each and every minister of God's word needs to be a vigilant and an accurate person. Facts are like a mountain peak. Protruding out the conspicuously or protruding out conspicuously. Only the lazy, the careless, the confused, and the insensitive do not know how to read the Bible because they are unable to find the facts of God. Tomorrow, when we meet, or next week when we meet, we're going to deal with the analytical method and I will give you a sample of how to be analytical. I, I ask you in the graces of the Lord, get the recording. Play it and understand it. 
have a clear understanding of what I want to teach you here. This is important to find facts in the scripture. The Bible is not meant, it's not a good, feel good song. Like, what's that song that makes people feel good? You know it's a love song. There's a love song, it's a South African song. You don't know it? Ah, you got it. Now And if you don't understand the facts, and also we see it. You see, when you go to court, you are arguing facts. How If you don't have facts, you have no argument in court. And if you don't know the facts about your life, when the devil attacks you, and you don't have facts, that's why they call the devil a liar. Because he knows the facts. And he knows that you don't know the facts. So that's why he can tell you a verse like, So he put on Mudimu on the opening. Okay, this is a
Because you don't know the facts. You are being told lies. And they are taken, you receive them as truth. There's nothing worse than being convicted by lies. That someone is so short, 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 short about something, but it's a lie. <laughs> he would argue with it and I would die for this, but he's being lied to. <laughs> Let me give a simple example. It's like marrying a woman and saying you die for her. <laughs> Only to find out that she's cheating with you. On you. <laughs> it's the same thing. I would die. It's my wife. You, you hit people, but I don't know Only to find out later that all the 20 years of your life. Or 20 years of your The thing that you said you would die for will not even live for you. It's the same thing. It's the same thing about living about believing the devil. You, you live your life on a lie because you don't know the truth. Because you don't read it, you don't study it, you don't understand it. The right verse. Do you know that the verses that the devil quoted to Jesus were the right ones? The right verse, not the wrong verse, he didn't quote the verse from the right verse, you can even read the scripture that he quoted. He shall command his angels after you. If you jump up then, because Jesus is understanding of verse, not only would you take a verse, but why you would see it. No, he using a verse, he understands yeah, the verse. Come on. And he knows where it was used, why it was used, the understanding of why God said it. It's not that he just quoted the verse and he says, Oh, yeah, you are right, let me just jump. But he understood where the verse was. The devil quoted the verse from here. He's using this verse because this verse was talking to angels and why God was talking to the prophet about it and how he was talking to the prophet about it. He was not saying, now, he was not saying, tend to God by jumping off buildings. So that's why he said, the Bible says, thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. Understanding of scripture, not on reading it, understanding. You don't win by reading, you win by understanding. Reading the Bible is the smallest level of the of, of, of going of seeing the Bible. It's a good step. But the deeper step is in understanding. Because in understanding, that's where victory lies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from the church, you can follow Bishop Blessing Lebebe on Instagram at blessing.patichetzo and Facebook on Patichetzo Blessing Lebebe. 
You can also follow us on Instagram at dwellers.insta, on Twitter at dwellers.tc, and on YouTube and Facebook as Dwellers the Cold. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.